Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Good morning. (laughs) Well, I'm actually fresh enough now to say good morning back to you. But let me tell you that Sunday morning was a struggle because I basically am a rock star these days. (laughs) (laughs) I saw you going to work in men's clothes and I thought... (laughs) Right. I'm sure she did go out with Dozza. So she's yes. not gone home with somebody and no. then just posted and told the whole internet about it. Yes. Um, tell us what happened. Well, to, listen, to anybody from Global listening, I was absolutely fine. I wasn't hungover at all. I'd had eight hours sleep and I felt fresh as a daisy. Now, for anyone that's not from Global, that's not true. Uh, I had four hours sleep. I did about 10 shots of tequila. Um, I didn't have any clothes to wear. I ended up sleeping on my friend's sofa with my husband. We were like a couple of teenagers. And I had to wear Luna's godfather's uh, tracksuit, man's (laughs) tracksuit, and his shoes, which were three sizes too big, to work the next day. That is so funny. (laughs) It was so funny. It was like one o'clock in the morning. I was like, oh my God, I'm so drunk. And I was like, guys, I can't go home because it's like an hour in a taxi. And they were like, oh, it's cool. Just come back and stay at ours. And I was like, okay, great. What am I going to wear? And then that was a whole hilarity. You can imagine like four drunk people trying to sort out my outfit the next day. (laughs) Then of course, there's loads of photographers hanging outside of work. So I basically had to like slip down in the taxi, sneak in the back route. And the security guys were like, holy shit. I mean, we've seen you in some states, but Jesus Christ, woman. And I was like, yeah, I know. I'm wearing man's jacket. My ears are too big. But anyway, I did a great radio show and nobody knows. What did you do after? Just jump straight in a taxi? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Straight in a taxi. We had a lovely family day. Went for a lovely walk. It was all good. Oh, my gosh. Fine. so funny. I would have loved to see you (laughs) walking through Leicester Square with shoes on that were three sizes too big for you and men's clothes. (laughs) (laughs) But my thing is in life, listen, I work the weekends and I'm so good on a Friday night. I never go out and I reckon one out of four on a Saturday, I think. Do you know what? If I don't go out and see my pals and have a nice time, I, like what what else is there in life? Yeah, no, it's so true. And we've spoken about this, haven't we? Sometimes you just got to suffer the consequences. Exactly. And it's so worth it. Totally is. How are you? Tell me your news. I'm good. What have I done? What have I been doing this weekend? Not loads, actually. Gigi 
fully showed me up all weekend like after I've been moaning about how awful she's been like really awful on Friday it's like she woke up and she was just like huh, I'm gonna make you look like a complete liar um oh. and was just like an angel so everybody we saw at the weekend was like you she's not hard and I'm like, no, 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 no. She is. She is. She's just putting this on. <laughs> and it's exactly like what she did to you when we saw you. She was just like really like sweet and stuff. And I don't know. Anyway, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it until she decides to bring the devil out again. Well, we know this with kids, George, that one minute, you know, they're, they're the greatest masterminds of all because one minute they can they can act like absolute superstars and the next minute you're thinking, right, who wants a child swap? Anyone yeah. want to swap a child? You know, it's like, what? what? That's just parenting. Oh, don't. I think I actually scared Axel last week. So I said to him, I think we're going to have to give Gigi to another family. <laughs> <laughs> and I was trying to be funny, but he started crying. I was like, oh, oh no, 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 no. I'm not serious. I'm not serious. <laughs> but she's my sister. She might be naughty, but she's my sister. sister. I can teach her. I can teach her. Oh, Axel. Then I realised I'd taken it too far. And yeah, I need to probably stop saying things like that in front of him. I did something similar the other day. The kids were bickering so badly in the car that I um I pulled the car over and I said, Right, that's it. I'm go I'm calling Father Christmas, right? And I phoned Ben Bidwell, who's like my best my best boy mate. And I was like, Hello, Father Christmas. And he went, You could tell he was thinking, What? And I said, Father Christmas, it's great to chat. And he went, Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I didn't even prep him. And he just went with it. And it was brilliant. He went, who's in the car? And I was like, well, I've got two very naughty children. And then they both stopped and Luna burst into tears and was like, Father Christmas, I'm sorry. I was just I was just bickering with my brother. I was fighting with him, but please put me on the good list. And he was like, well, I'm going to have to think about this. Anyway, <laughs> Luna was hysterical and it was so funny because it's not like I called Ben up and going, look, I'm going to call you now. You're going to have to pretend to be Father Christmas. Yeah. And I felt so bad that she was so upset. I was like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> Oh God, don't. Yeah, sometimes you feel like you've taken the joke too, too far, far, don't you? Yeah. Oh gosh. Anyway, yeah. anyway, talking about jokes, actually. Yes. <laughs> talking about jokes. So, so bloody excited about today's podcast. Um, before I tell you who it is, I'm going to play. Does this sound familiar? I'm sure this sounds familiar to a lot of people listening, right? Mummy, 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 watch. Mummy, mummy, watch. Mummy, 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 watch. Has anyone guessed who we've got on the podcast yet? <laughs> Mummy Watch, one of my favourite videos of all time. And then they do something, they don't even jump. They just wiggle their toe and you go, wow, never seen anyone wiggle their toe before. <laughs> Look, I can blink. I can blink. Um, today's guest on the podcast, one of the funniest content creators you will meet. Also, um, she's got a real voice in, in the sort of um, body positivity, but also just, you know... <laughs> dealing with aging and actually yeah. aging should be should be something that's celebrated and not something that's like all about anti-aging and getting rid of your lines and wrinkles she's an ex-model uh she's a mum of uh three 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 she's got her hands full and she has time to uh make as i said some of the funniest bits of video that you will ever see george who are we chatting to today today we are chatting to mama's still got it and her real name is louise boyce Now, I've got to confess that... 
before we got this amazing lady on the podcast, and it doesn't happen to me very often, but I do appreciate a fucking funny female. And when I met this amazing woman at this lunch a couple of weeks back, I basically fangirled after her across the table. And I thought there was a moment where she was thinking, Jesus Christ, who is this woman? Um, But that's because I find her so funny. Um, Mother of three, model of 25 years, award-winning content creator. She is the lady that does the small hand videos, (laughs) which caused me to cry with laughter uh, on Instagram. Mama still got it. Let's welcome Louise Boyce to the podcast. Yay! Oh, seriously, that's lovely. Thanks. You are the funniest person I have ever come across. Your videos give me total life. Um, Georgia and I howl about them. Yeah, we do. It's actually such a nice like thing to come across when you're scrolling and then you come across some humor and then it brightens up your day and it's wonderful so yeah thank, thank you. you I mean I mean thank you that means that means the world and the thing is I mean the videos I think they're funny because they're just relatable it's just real stuff that happens to mums or t- you know just every day and it's just real life yeah <laughs> People are like where'd you get your inspiration from yeah. I'm like um living like (laughs) 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 tell us how you started doing what you do now on Instagram I I started Instagram to better my modeling career um so you're going back I think to like 2017 I um I was told when I became a mother by my previous modeling agency that my career was over um you know I kind of felt like damaged goods after I said I, I was pregnant and I was only 31 I was really young and I realized that social media was uh, a great platform to market yourself in whatever business you're in. So I thought, okay, well, I'll give that a go. So I started Mumster Got It. Literally, the idea behind it was to, for me to just put food on the table through my modeling career. Um, and I tried to be the kind of really cool person with my Instagram page looking so perfect. And obviously, this is before reels, before videos. So it was just static stills. And um, I found it quite stressful trying to just be like this perfect like model little mum because it's not me. I'm, you know, I'm not that person at all. And it was only when COVID really hit and um, I had to change my content because my work stopped. And um, obviously homeschooling, COVID, you know, it was a really scary time for us all. And I just thought I would like to bring some laughter to everybody because that's what helped me. Um, I started going through TikTok and started laughing in the evenings and kind of kind of made the, the days a bit lighter when we were all in lockdown. So I just started doing funny stuff. And to be honest, I was a bit nervous putting it on my Instagram page because I'd never done it before. Yeah. And I didn't know what people were going to think about this new kind of like content. And um, turns out uh, people like it. And also it feels more natural to me to kind of be uh, I don't know, just a bit of an idiot, really. Um, and <laughs> it, and it's, what's, what has been lovely is how people have said that they've I've made them feel better with making them laugh or knowing that they're normal as mm. a mother, you know, if they're doing certain things. That, and actually, some videos that I've done, sometimes I think it's just me and my kids. And I'm like, well, people get that. Well, they get it. And I'm like, yes, my kid does that too. And they're like, oh, thank God. I'm oh, normal. God. Yeah, yeah. Every, every child is doing exactly the same thing. My fa- <laughs> my favorite one was is the sleeping one when you're like desperately trying to get a nap. And then you're like, mummy, mummy. 
and mummy, and this tiny hand is smacking you <gasps> in the face. It happens. It's happened to me every single day for five years. And your your videos get, got me through it in a way because I'm like, well, it's happening to you. It's happening to Georgia. It's happening to everyone else. You know. And you know what? Even if it hasn't happened yet, there was one where it's like, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. And, and and it hadn't happened. That literally hadn't happened to me yet. And then I must have been like a week later. I suddenly got the watch this, watch this, and I thought, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's she talking about? And it yeah. actually like helped me find the funny in the constant watch this because I'd seen a funny video about it already. Yeah, my two-year-old's now saying, "Mummy, watch!" Like only just like yesterday, and I was like, "Oh God, another one." Um, <laughs> but at the same time, you've got to laugh at it because you know it does happen. All kids do it, and they they want you to watch, and then they do the most. <laughs> Pointless thing. I know. Yeah, it's great. Well done. Remember, like, watch this, mummy. Watch this, and then they jump about half a centimeter in the air, and you go, "Well, that's that's great." But it's fine that you can kind of humor it the first time. But then, when the fifth time, you're like, "I don't give a shit about jumping." Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. And then actually, I did another reel. I remember my husband said to me, he was like, "What's your what's your next bit of content going to be about?" I was like, "Actually, it's going to be about you and how useless you are sometimes." And he was like. What do you mean? And I was like, well, you just ask really stupid rhetorical questions. And then I did a reel on that. And then again, like I thought, oh God, am I, but people are going to think that I'm like shaming men. But again, the amount of people that were like, this is so spot on. And thank God it's not just me. And I don't need to divorce my husband now because if I remarry, they'll do it anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so just taking you back before we obviously get onto where you are right now, take us back to how it felt when, you know, you were pregnant, obviously maybe excited or, or not or you know mixed emotions but to have someone say to you right that's it now your career's over how did that yeah. feel yeah not great uh really scary actually I mean I was in a place where obviously when you want to start a family you want to know that you are financially in a good place mentally in a good place um and I wasn't I um yeah I told my agency my previous agency not the one I'm with now um that I was pregnant and it was almost like as if I'd said I'd, you know, killed their cat or something. It was. It wasn't like congratulations. It was like, oh right, okay. Um, well, congratulations, and uh, you know, we should probably take you off the website then, and you know, your career's your career's done. And the thing is, like, I kind of had an inkling this might have happened because I've seen other uh, model friends go through it over the years, um, and. I almost just, I just accepted it to be honest. And I had to, I was like, okay, well that's that then. And, and work did stop. And I ended up getting a job in an office, um, which was a bit alien to me. And, um, and that, so that was my first pregnancy. And then with my second pregnancy, I was doing a bit of modeling in between. Um, and then obviously I had my second baby again, same thing happened. And of course there's no, I didn't like people were like, oh, you can do uh, maternity modeling. I was like, no, they don't use pregnant people most of the time. Some brands do, a lot of them don't. Um, so I didn't do any of that. Um, and then, and that was when I decided to start um, really going for it with Mama Still Got It. I think before it was all about doing well as a model. And then obviously when I had my children and I realized that this was, there was a stigma towards women, mothers who have children, you know, in, in the industry, you know, not just my mm. industry, you know, lots mm. of other industries and it's bullshit. And 
you know, if anything, we want to work. We want to get away from our kids sometimes and go like, I can still work. I've still got it. So I really wanted to then focus on the whole mama still got it thing. Um, and yeah, so it was, it was when my second was born and uh, while well, he was about six months old that I was like, no, I'm not having this. I'm not being told that I'm not good enough or not worthy enough or anything because I've had a child. Um, and so I really tapped into that. And then I kind of did the whole um, campaign about maternity, uh, fake bumps. Um, yeah, let's talk about that. Let, let, let's, let's talk about that. Let's go into that. Because you mentioned about feeling like you were not worthy. Did they hmm. make you feel that you were not worthy or not good enough? Or was this about the fact that the modeling industry doesn't have a place for women with a bump or that's what they say because you're telling they use fake bumps people don't even know they use fake bumps yeah. why are they not using pregnant women well exactly and it, it's it's so ironic I mean I've got a friend who was uh her income was modeling fake bumps at maternity wear she would wear a fake bump and then when she actually got pregnant and had her own real bump she lost her job I mean the whole thing is crazy oh my god um so I to be honest, like because I'm I'm in the industry, I kind of knew that when you get pregnant, you don't necessarily work. I kind of knew that. So when we went for our third child, I did say to my husband, "You do realize that I will not be working," and he was like, "That's fine. That you know, we'll, we'll make it work. You know, we'll we'll you know, we wanted another child. We'll we'll make it work." Um, so I kind of knew that there was that side of it. Didn't feel great because you're you're sitting at home, you know, in your second trimester. And I felt great in my second trimester and um, like twiddling my thumbs going, I, I'm not doing anything. I'm, and then I did put on my Instagram um, with my third, I was 17 weeks pregnant. And I said for the first time ever on Instagram, um, 17 weeks pregnant, I'm officially on maternity leave. Did you know that certain brands don't use uh, real pregnant models? And the response from it was crazy. Like, I just thought that people knew that, but they didn't. And so I had women thanking me to, to basically say that they thought their bump was the wrong shape or they felt really crap about themselves because they didn't look like the model online. Um, some people would got depressed shopping. You know, when you're pregnant, it's the time where you're, you know, you're meant to be blossoming and you know you're you're transforming into a mother and it's the most wonderful and beautiful experience what it's meant to be and there were people shopping for pregnancy clothes and getting really upset and depressed thinking well I don't like look like that girl I've got swollen ankles and a massive ass and massive tits and this girl hasn't got anything and that's because they're like 19 years old and they're not actually pregnant yeah so you know and also it's like like you say clothes don't hang like that like when you're pregnant. No, they don't. Like, no, you they can't don't. just put, you know, stuff a football up your jumper and no. like, think you look pregnant because you don't. Like, it, clothes don't hang like that. So it's not an accurate representation mm. of what no. that person's going to be buying. Mm. And that's what I did. I bought clothes from a certain brand and I replicated the exact pose that the model was doing to show the difference in how a real bump looks compared to a fake bump. And the clothes do hang completely different. That's so interesting. And also there was one picture, which I, which I think this is when I was like, no, I've had enough of this. This is bullshit. Was when there was a, um, a girl modeling maternity like Spanx and she had the Spanx on it and it was like sheer. So you could see, so you could see the foam bump. And I was just like, okay. This is just, this is ridiculous. It's crazy. What do you so think? Like, the, what, what, no, let's just like 
try and digest what is going on there. So what what do we think? What is your opinion on why the industry did that or still do that? I don't know if they still do or not. Yeah, no, they, they some do, but I'm really pleased that now there is a disclaimer that says this model is wearing a phone bump, this model is not actually pregnant. And I'm really pleased that, you know, that's now in place and that has come from the back of me kind of shouting out about it. Um, there's a couple of reasons. Um, one is obviously you are on your feet all day. Um, and I guess a lot of clients might think if you're pregnant, you don't want to be on your feet all day, uh, okay, you know, against that. health and safety. However, I've worked in studios with heavily pregnant makeup artists, stylists, photographers, yeah, exactly, and Same. it's fine for them. Mm. Um, so you kind of be like, well, I don't know if that's completely true. Um, and also I think it just goes down to the fact that if you're using a size eight model that's 510 with a fake bump, the clothes in their eyes will look perfect and will sell better, you know, but as we all know, women are different sizes. We have different size bumps. When I was pregnant, I was a size 16 with an enormous bump, enormous boobs, enormous bum. And I maybe wasn't chosen for a certain shoot because they thought maybe the clothes wouldn't sell as well because I don't look perfect in their eyes. I also wonder, like, you know, not just in the modelling industry, but in other industries, if people see someone who's pregnant as not, like, fully committed or that their hormones might be all over the place and they might be a bit temperamental or, you know, I, I don't know. I just wonder if yeah, there's some I, of I'm that. I'm sure that's there as well. Yeah, but if like yeah. A, oh, she's going to have to have loads of rests and... Oh, yeah, yeah maybe, she's going to have to have breasts. We have to look after her. Or oh, she might be sick on the day. She might not turn up. Yeah. I feel, well, I feel like that's the same across the board, though. Yeah, Sorry. Exactly. Yeah. Like across the board, yeah. that people are making decisions on how we are, we, historically, how we might feel, or even coming back off maternity leave. Oh, are they going to be up to the job? Or well, exactly. are they going to be able, yeah. are they going to want to pick the kids up every day, not going to be mm. able to do their work? You know, are mm. they going to be nipping off a doctor's appointment here and there? It's like, well, yeah, we're going to do all of those things. We're also going to get our work done. And guess what? We're going to be better than we were before because yeah. now. Now we know how to multitask and now we know how to juggle exactly. and now we now we have more empathy and it's going to be yeah. better exactly, for you yeah. if we're on your team yeah you know what I'd love yeah. to know as well during COVID where so many like interviews took place over Zoom I wonder how many more pregnant women were hired when the person well, who was interviewing them couldn't see their bump because Zoe and I actually hired um, our assistant when she was 36 weeks pregnant, was it? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, but we we did discuss it before. We were like, oh, you know, that this candidate's pregnant. She said it on her thing. Like, what do we think? And we were like, no, we no. just have to go in and we just have to. And it was her to- third. Yeah, and it was her third. <laughs> oh, and I we have that. to go in and see if she's the best candidate. And she was. She was the best candidate. Yeah. And then there was no, you know, there was no questions. But mm. had... Had the two people interviewing not been mothers or parents, would that have happened? I I I don't think it would. I don't think think it would. I really don't. No. I've got a friend who's um, forty now, but she she decided to not have children, and she went for a job interview, obviously pre COVID. I think she was thirty seven, and she was perfect for the job and all the qualifications. And then the guy turned around and was like, "I'm sorry, I have to ask you. Planning on having children." And she was like, how is, how is that anything to do with the job that I'm going for? And and she didn't get the job because they were like, well, you're probably going to have kids in about a year. So that she didn't get the job. And she didn't, you know, she, so she decided much. to not have children. You do. And it's, you know, it's absolute bullshit. A man would never get that. Can you imagine a man going for an interview? Are you planning on starting a family? If you are, you, yeah. can't, you can't have the job. Again, it's just backwards. 
backwards. Is. is she your friend that messaged you the other morning saying, my Monday morning started in reverse cowgirl and you said, yes. my Monday morning started clearing <laughs> shit off the landing? That was yes, genius. Yes. <laughs> And I said to her, I was like, can I put this on Instagram? She was like, yeah, I don't care. Just blank my name out. And I was like, okay, well, and then (laughs) my husband was like, was that so-and-so? I'm like, yes. It's like, (laughs) so I told my husband about it. And then yesterday morning, he said to me, shall we start the morning in reverse cowgirl? And I went, no way. Oh, that's great. He's using it it this morning as well. Now he thinks he's going to, I'm like, no, no, no. This is line. (laughs) Well, my mum called me. And she was like, Louise, what's reverse cowgirl? And I was like, oh, yeah, do you know what? Another time, mum, another time. We'll be right back after this short break. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? Obviously, we're talking about, you know, not getting jobs when you're pregnant or you're, you know, a mother, you have family commitments. But also, I think there is a wider sort of stigma around women aging. And it's something that probably only a couple of years ago was something to be feared, you know, like... Mm -hmm. Anti anti aging, anti wrinkle, all of you know, all of this language that's used. Mm-hmm. I think there's been a switch, like you know, in the last couple of years, maybe not yes. even the last couple of years, year or so, that you know mm. we're trying to we're talking about it in a positive light. But is yes. that something that you know y- you've been trying to do through Mama's Still Got It, sort of to show yeah. women definitely? That- yeah, I mean, again, like I think the whole. The whole language behind aging is getting better, but the whole like anti-aging, anti this is like, why is it anti? Like if anything, it's pro, like it's inevitable. We're all going to get older um, and we need to embrace it. And it's actually, it's a privilege to to grow old. I mean, there are so many that don't and it's a privilege. And I, like my mom's 75 and she's absolutely amazing. Like she's, in her, she's almost like in her prime. She's absolutely incredible. But she has this, she's always saying to me, oh no, I can't wear that red lipstick because of you know my age now. And I'm like, of course you can wear that red lipstick. And I will always do, like whenever she comes around, I'm always like, right, let's do a makeover. I've got new makeup products. Let's try them out. She's like, oh no, 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 I, I can't possibly. And I'm like, we're doing it. And then I do it. And then she's like, oh my God, this is amazing. I'm like, stop thinking that you can't wear a certain shade of lipstick because of your age or whatever. And I think advertising and beauty is much better now. Like I think a lot of brands have, you know, clocked onto the fact that you can't sell an anti wrinkle cream on a 25 year old that doesn't have wrinkles. Um, and also what you have to remember is that the old, the more mature 
demographic is the biggest. And when you are in your 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, that's when you have money to spend yeah, on, exactly. on products. You know, you're, if you're advertising an anti-wrinkle cream that's £100 and, you're, and it's for, 20-year-olds aren't going to buy that. They can't afford no. that or they don't need that. They but don't need you're it. focusing that, exactly, they don't need it. But then there are also 20-year-olds 20, 20 um, getting Botox now as a, like a preventative. And yeah. I don't know if if that works. I don't know. I've never had Botox. I do actually want to try it out because these lines are getting very thick. But, um, yeah, my I know a girl who has Botox like every four months as a preventative. Does that work? I don't know. But it's almost like, why? You're, you're 20. Your skin is absolutely perfect. And I kind of feel like, you know, social media is is great now because we are showing more kind of like behind the scenes and everything's not perfect, but there's still such a long way to go because there are still really young girls like paranoid about the way they look um, and wanting to like, you know, be, be someone else. And I don't like that. I, I don't like that at all. But for me, getting better with age, I'm really embracing it. Um, you know, my mum has always said, we've got to get better with age. Otherwise, what's the point? And that really resonated with me because it's going to happen. It's inevitable. Let's just embrace it and be the best that you can be. Yes. And I think it has to start from, it has to start from inside because we all need yeah. to take a stand and we all need to have a deep level of acceptance and a mm. deep level of acceptance isn't necessarily about standing in front of the mirror and looking at our face. It's more about standing in front of the mirror and looking at who we are as people in general. And I think the minute yeah. you can start loving yourself and listen, I've mm. been working on self-love for as long as I can remember. And I finally feel like I'm at a place where I'm nearly there, but mm. the aging thing still freaks me out because. Does it? Well, only because I work in an industry where, you know, even the language down to you know, if somebody writes an article about me, they will always mm. write Zoe Hardman, 37, or Zoe Hardman, 38, mm. whatever it is. I'm not 38 mm. yet, next week. Um, no, how old am I next week? Oh, shit, I'm 39 next week. I'm fine with it. I'm okay with it. I'm 39 <laughs> next week. That's fine. Um, 40 next year. Um, and I and I still Ooh. don't understand why the media or why, you know, print, broadcast, why we just can't stop referencing people's age why can we yeah, not that's so they, true. Wouldn't write, yeah. they wouldn't write about a man or gethin jones 40 years old would they but they still and i just feel yeah. like i don't want to be told that i'm i know my age and i know what mm. i'm doing and i know who i am so why do you keep mm. having to keep having to be it's like i'm supposed to behave a certain way like if they see me in ibiza at a club and they're like no we have it's like yeah i'm at a beach club i know carry on being at a beach club until i'm 17 point because they yeah. were so true it's, almost, it's so irrelevant it's like basically wearing zoe hardman size five shoes yeah like, exactly what? yeah like, exactly it's completely it's pointless you're so zoe right hardman yeah. drinks coffee at 7 a.m like yeah. it's, it's just an irrelevant piece of information that means nothing irrelevant. Yeah, and yeah. I still feel Let's we've got stop so- to it. Let's start a campaign. Yes, yes. stop <laughs> writing our ages. Not that I have a problem with it, but I think there is still a lot. There is still a long way to go. And listen, I I don't have a problem with people doing any form of cosmetic surgeries. People tweaking, doing whatever they want to do to feel mm. good in themselves. But like mm. you said, and like we've all said, it's the self love thing. So you've got to be mm. okay with who you are as as a person, whether you're sixty, yeah. eighty, or twenty. Yeah, for There's me, that, that has come with from. age. For, for me, like I think yeah. starting to accept myself, that has come with age it's come with I mean there was a point obviously in in the modeling industry you go to castings and like my agent would say 
don't say your real age. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, how old am I supposed to be? And they're like, well, they're looking between 30 and 35 year olds. So say that you're 32. And I'm like, you know, 39 at the time. And I'm like, okay. And you walk in, you're like, oh God, I've got to pretend that I'm oh my God. younger. And they're like, they can see through it. I don't look, I don't look, you know. Um, and I got to the point where I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to say that I'm 39 and yeah. just be done with it. And uh, and I did. And I think that was part of my acceptance going, I'm not going to lie anymore about my age. I'm not going to lie anymore. I'm now 41. But I'm like, I'm not going to lie anymore. This is my age. And, and also, it doesn't matter how old you are. If you're still able to do the job, sell the product, yeah, whatever, why does it matter? Again, going back to what you said, why does it matter what, what your age is in a, in a newspaper article or whatever? It doesn't matter. If you're still able to turn up, do the job, sell the product it doesn't matter how old you are yeah, but does this really does this fun. not go right back to even hearing things like oh men get better with age they're like a fine yeah. wine women however it's oh, like oh, men. she's good for her age she's, she's good, good for her oh, age, yeah, right. for I'm, really, age. I'm really sick of ah. the whole men are like a fine wine thing because everyone relates that back to george clooney yeah. Now, if I look at all of my ex-boyfriends, none of them have got better with age. <laughs> Not one of them. Not one. If I look at my own, you know, my my father did not get better with age. There are lots of people that have not got better with age, but it's almost like men are allowed to age, whereas women aren't. Yes, yes. Age. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you're right. Like, you know, Jennifer Lopez is 52. She looks absolutely phenomenal and oh she God, works hard for that you know she works out she works really hard for that but it's it's everything's focused on her age yes she's 52 look at her it's like it doesn't matter what her age like, yeah she's amazing she's amazing let's just say she's amazing without labeling her age at the same time I just think it's really interesting that uh, Louise I'm completely with you on that because I look at Jennifer Lopez and okay we're all going whoa she looks phenomenal <laughs> but also I'm like wow she's still you know, selling tickets, performing all the time, starring in movies, yeah. you know, having mm. a new love affair. She's clearly in reverse car yeah. girl on a Monday morning. Like <laughs> the woman is smashing it. Do you know what I mean? So like, why are, we, why are we not focusing on all of that stuff? And why are we looking at her and going, and everybody's writing the same thing. Like mm, what, what serum is she using? And she hasn't got a line on her face. And, you know, I've interviewed the woman. I've been up close and personal with her. She <gasps> doesn't, oh, she doesn't God. have a line on her face, but that is, genetics and luck lucky bitch lucky bitch <laughs> no 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 I mean as in like it wasn't a thing I just this powerhouse walked in and I thought yes wow like I'm not even going to focus on that but we are so tied up in it like you don't see a 52 year old man who's doing what she's doing and everyone's going oh he's got a line on his face oh look yeah. at that and I just think oh, it's oh so he's flawed. 52 I can't believe he's doing that how about just oh wow he's she's doing a great job, job. not she's doing a great job for a woman of her age <laughs> like what why did why does that have to be that like caveat I don't yeah I don't it's infuriating him. we're all infuriated by it <laughs> yes we very angry we are we're very angry um how do you feel about um like using filters on Instagram where are you with with that <clears throat> I use filters on Instagram when I do an Instagram story um mainly because if you're doing it like right now Right now, I've got a ring light on me, so it's better light. When you're doing an Instagram story, if it, if it's rubbish lighting, you can't see anything. So I will use an Instagram filter, but it says you're using a filter. But whenever I do anything to do with uh, promoting beauty products or makeup, there's never, ever a filter. So the only filters you'll see will be on my stories rather than my actual main feed, if that makes okay. sense. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't have an issue with 
using a filter, doing Instagram stories. I do have an issue with, and this is obviously a lot better now since the um, filter drop campaign that Sasha did. Um, I have an issue when influencers or celebrities make out that they have this skin or makeup and say, you know, no filter. I'm like, no, there is blatantly a filter on that. Or you've tweaked it. Like that, that annoys me. And there is less of that now because people are getting called out for it. Um, but, but you can't now. Yeah. If I'm, you'll see on my Instagram feed, I do a lot of uh, beauty stuff and I will, I will not use uh, any filter or any, you know, it has to be real. You're selling the product. There's no point kind of trying to sell a bronzer and and then like using a filter that makes you look like you've been on holiday. I mean, it's some false advertising. I think think for, for, you know, like women, you know, of of our age. (laughs) Georgia, I mean. (laughs) No, you know what I mean? You you look about, you look really, you look, how old are you? I'm 32. Yeah, you're a baby. She's she's a babe, isn't she? What I'm saying is women who are comfortable in their own skin and who understand what filters do and know that it's not important and know that someone doesn't look like that in real life, absolutely, like in our sort of community, it's absolutely fine. The thing I worry about is the younger generation who haven't maybe quite grasped that yet. Um, or, you know, or like you say, they might record on the filter, like with the filter and then post without that tag on it that says that they're filtering it. I think that's for me, oh, that's where that? it feels yeah, 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 you can. Yeah. That's where it that's for me where it feels dangerous. Yeah. I worry about the younger generation. My niece is um eight and she goes on my sister's um Snapchat to go on the filters and she goes on this one filter where she has blue eyes and bigger lips and she prefers that image of herself and she's eight. Oh, and I don't oh, like God. that. I don't think that's right. Like she keeps saying, she's got brown eyes and she keeps saying, I want blue eyes. I want blue eyes and I want bigger lips. I'm like, you're eight years old. When I was eight years old, I didn't even know that I had blue eyes. Like I didn't, you know, I think the younger generation is so much more aware now of how they look. Um, and that, that does worry me. You know, my little girls too. So the moment I don't have to worry about it, but I, I really, I, I really want to work on, knowing that she is happy with who she is, but, you know, who knows if that, you know, I can't predict that, you know, who knows what she's going to be like when she's older, but I don't, I don't, yeah, I just don't like seeing my eight-year-old kind of questioning how she looks already. No, that's frightening, isn't it, Louise? And and, and George and I have those chats as well as as mums of girls. And actually, I think it's a universal thing. Like, I can't exclude the boys on this. You know, a lot of young men are suffering badly from eating disorders and insecurity and anxiety and, and you know, suicide rates are, 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 I mean, how how ridiculously frighteningly high are they in young men? Um, so I think we've got a lot of work to do. And I think actually it's our responsibility because we are the Instagram generation. You know, we're yeah. the ones that saw it come into our lifetime. So we've got we've got work to do. I mean, for me and Georgia, we have to chat about filters a lot. I now am not using a filter on any of my stories. And that's quite hard for me. Like sometimes I put them out and I think, oh God, oh God, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. And then I'm like, what is perfect? Yeah. Perfect isn't a thing, you know? And then it goes back to that 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 feeling of trying to work on me and really, really trying to love me. Because um, if I don't love me, it doesn't matter, <laughs> does it? Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. Like Luna said to me this morning, am I, she, her school photos came back and she said, mommy, am I beautiful? And I said, um, oh, darling, I said, you are the most beautiful. But I said, what makes you beautiful is your heart. And I said, well, you, that is what is the best thing. And I hope she heard me because, yeah, you know, yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. I know and I think we're all so much more aware though of telling our children things like that I don't remember my mum saying to me like you know the most beautiful thing about you is your heart or your I I don't I don't remember that happening maybe she did but I, I think we are so much more conscious of using the right language around our children so hopefully we will be the ones that make the shift my brother's doing this thing not a thing so he um we met up the other day and uh, I'd made an effort. I, I think I'd actually come from a shoot. So I knew that I looked, you know, you know, all right. And uh, he went, oh, you look really intelligent. And I was like, thanks. And he was like, no, that's a compliment. He was like, you look intelligent. You look like an intelligent woman. And I was like, that is a compliment. Thank you. I want to look like an intelligent woman. And so then I've started saying it to other little girls Instead of saying, you look so beautiful, you look yeah. so beautiful the whole time, because then there's the kind of like this, like, I have to be beautiful, I have to be beautiful. But if you say you look really intelligent, you look really smart, it's like, oh, that's cool. I want to look intelligent and smart. So I've started I doing love that. that. Was there a moment where you went, was there, and be very honest, a trigger for, for you to think, why hasn't he told me that I look beautiful? Or were you totally okay with that? Um <laughs> Well, first of all, I know my brother's personality and most of the time you don't know if he's pissing about or not. But um, when he first said it, I was a bit like, thanks, I think. And he was like, no, it's a compliment. He was like, no, he's like, obviously you look nice. He was like, but, you know, you look, you look, you look intelligent as well. And he's like, and that is, he was like, and my, my, he's about to become a father for the first time. And, um, and he yeah, he's just really kind of in tune with like how we speak to the younger generation already. He's going to be an amazing dad. He's an amazing uncle, but he's very, you know, like I think without realizing it, we do say to little girls, you're so beautiful. You're so beautiful because they are and they're your daughter. Of course they're beautiful. But if we try and focus on saying other things as well, like you're smart, you're intelligent, you're kind, um, you're helpful, then you know, I think that would help them kind of not be so focused on I've got to be beautiful the whole time because. Oh, my God. Absolutely. You know. We love we love this, yeah. Louise. And, and and you know what? The other day when I came downstairs, I was taking some pictures at home and I came to my mom was in the kitchen and I was like in this kind of like it's quite fashiony outfit. And I was like, hi, mom. And she was like, wow, um, you look really, um, you look really interesting. And I went. <laughs> Fuck no, fuck you. Actually, you don't need to comment on how I'm looking. She went, no, no, no. It's very schoolgirly, and I was like, okay, oh, gosh. don't speak, don't say another word, because my mum will be like, my mum is, you know, before, without going into it. Like but that. I knew what my mum meant. I knew it. She was like, she yeah. didn't like it at all. And I was like, if you don't <laughs> yeah. like it, that's fine. Just don't say anything. You could just tell me I look my, great. My, yeah, my mum says <laughs> she said that. You know the. Um, uh, I wore a dress the other day. In fact, it was the dress I wore to the Hello Magazine Awards, and. Uh, Mum was like, why did you wear that dress? And I was like, I don't know, I liked it. She was like, no, no. And I was like, well, I wore it. All right, it's a bit late now. Thanks, mum. She was like, well, why didn't you wear that lovely one from so and so? And I was like, well, that's about 10 years ago and I don't have it anymore. And yeah, and then she Oh, I love it. They can be such arseholes. Cheers, mum. Cheers, cheers, mum. Listen, before we go, um, we love to ask our guests the best piece of advice that they've ever been given um, as a mum or a piece of advice that you would give to a new mum. Going back to uh, when I first, first, first became a mother and I didn't have a clue what I was doing and I was trying to probably be the perfect mum, which there isn't one. Um, It's okay to say no. You don't have to meet up and have these coffee mornings if you don't want them you don't have to go to these 
baby swimming lessons that are so stressful if you don't <laughs> want to do them. You can just sit at home and not do anything and just be with your child. You don't have to constantly be doing stuff that actually stresses you out. So I, I think that. just say no. And also, you know, you know best, like, you know, your kid best, just I know the best advice I was ever given was don't listen to any advice. Well, just one more, because this is something that I've, again, I've learned is that everything that your kid may go through, and especially I worry about my my eldest more than the other two, because he's my eldest and everything that he goes through for the first time, I'm going through for the first time. So the things that my other two do, and I'm like, oh, that will, that will pass. Um, is that whatever your kids go through and you think, oh God, this is awful. It's a phase and phases go, they pass by and they're like, oh yeah, kids used to do that they don't do it anymore so at the moment like my eldest is going through a bit of like like just weird like anxiety around the house like he needs to know where I am all the time and I think it's because he got scared watching a movie over Halloween and you know and and he's and now he's like oh where are you and I'm like I'm here and it is really annoying sometimes where he's like mommy where are you And I'm like I'm still in the kitchen I haven't moved (laughs) but I'm like it's a phase it will go and I think knowing that things are phases it's fine just before we go we actually normally ask products but I know that you get to try thousands and thousands so you know whittling it down to five just wouldn't be possible so give us (laughs) your five beauty hacks well obviously wear sunscreen Factor 50. Um, I wish I'd told my younger self that. Um, and water, drink. I, I drink two litres of water a day. Yes, I pee a lot more, but it gives me the extra five minutes on the toilet and peace. Well, actually, it's not peace, is it? Because the kids are always there. But drink water, like drink water. Yeah. It, you'll see what it does to your skin, what it does to your energy, everything. You need water. We don't drink enough water. Um, sleep, obviously. Um, and... Uh, sex oh yes i like that one that's my reverse cowgirl i don't know failing that if you can't be asked just stay in missionary and let them do the work but still you're still doing it you'll get the glow still get the glow (laughs) (laughs) Uh, louise thank you so much for coming on it's been an absolute treat um come back again soon we love you i'd love to thank you so much ladies thank you i actually i completely and utterly like i fancy her she is so cool and funny and just an all-round great human actually just yeah. she just wants someone like that as your mate don't you yeah I definitely I definitely if she's listening that is definitely happening between the three of us now <laughs> but I, what I really rate is that you know obviously you know she's been in the modeling industry for such a long time she's been around it yeah and I think sometimes I know a lot of ex-models and they've 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 left the industry they've been forced out of the industry and they don't want anything to do with it they don't even want to start tackling the problems that are you know inherently ingrained in that world and there's a lot of good but there's also a lot of bad and what I love is that Louise is really taking a stance on kind of you know shouting about it you know I love the fact that she campaigned um, you know, to, to real to, to use real bumps when when you know, when a woman is mo- is modelling a bump, let's make it a real one, not a fake one. Like I yeah. love all all of that stuff, and also you know her her points on saying that why would you ever want to sell an anti aging cream and use a twenty two year old model? That doesn't exactly. make any sense. Yeah, exactly. And also like the whole thing about you know models having a shelf life. Why do they have a shelf life? Because 
you know, like she said, as you get older, that's usually when you have more disposable income. So mm. people who you're marketing to should reflect the people that you're marketing to, yeah. not like make them 20 years younger than the people who are actually buying the products. It makes absolutely no sense. Mm. But also, you know, what I found like really interesting as well is that when she started her Instagram page, it was almost to help her modeling career. And she wanted yeah. to make everything look perfect and, um, you know, look like she was having a great life and all that kind of stuff and she realized that that isn't sustainable and now she, like her all of her content is actually nothing to do with the way she looks like at mm. all like it's mm. just about you know her her humor and being funny and mm. I think that's really nice like where she's come from an industry where everything is you know just a photo and the way you look and, and the way you move whereas now her you know her sort of income I guess is all her you know her being funny and making people yeah. laugh I've got an inkling actually I've got an inkling that she is going to do really well I think she'll get I think she'll either write a sitcom or I think she'll yeah. either audition to be in one because I think she should be acting yeah in, she's I, so natural I, she's so she? natural but yeah. she's you know there aren't that many people out there with the funny bone like Louise no and I think that's why I fangirled her so much when I met her at that lunch because I really really rate humor yeah. and um and yeah, I think I think there's a whole there's a whole career coming in, Louise. Just call me Mystic Meg this morning. I've got my ball out. <laughs> Mystic Meg. Still drunk from Saturday night's tequila episodes. Jesus, where did we? Is Mystic Meg even around? Can someone let us know? Where is she? <laughs> Mystic Zog at your service. No, yeah. Um, now listen, um, that is it for Tuesday's episode. But of course, we're going to be back on Friday. Uh, before we go, we would love you to rate, review, subscribe, and if you can, give the podcast a little follow that would be amazing yeah please do tag us in your pictures as well we want to see where you're listening how you're listening who you're listening with <laughs> and also tell your mates about us and um, we're all, well we're always open for a chat just drop us a dm we're on at made by mamas on instagram and we will see you on friday made by mamas is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the wonderful charlotte mason insanity group Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.